Well, we're going to continue our series today called Gateway Next Steps. It's been such a joy over these last few weeks to look at these next steps that we can all take to grow in our relationship with God. And this is what God's will is for our lives, that we, we would all grow in our knowledge of Him and our love for Him. And we're all on this journey, this journey of faith, and, and we all have a next step, whether you are exploring Christianity for the first time, whether you're a new Christian, you've just made a decision to follow Jesus, or you want to be baptized, or you know, there is a next step for all of us, no matter what stage of life we're at, no matter how long we've been following Jesus, we all have this opportunity to grow in our love for him. And so today we're going to look at this next, the next, next step in our series. And I pray that God will speak to you today. And if you're at that, this stage, then pray God will give you the faith and the courage to take this next step. And number four in our next steps is partnership. Galatians chapter two, verse nine in the message Bible says this, recognizing that all um, that my calling had been given by God, James, Peter and John, the pillars of the church, shook hands with me and Barnabas, assigning us to a ministry to the non-Jews, while they continue to be responsible for reaching out to the Jews. If you're a part of our church, then you'll know that for the last couple of years, I've been trying to lose a little bit of weight and to get in shape. I've mentioned this a few times and I've been trying to do this. This is a goal I've had for a number of years and I've tried to do many different things in order to achieve my goal. You know, I've tried different diets and I've jumped from one diet to another diet. I've tried cutting out junk food and just eating healthily. I've tried all these different things. I've even tried to go to the gym. I've tried a few different gyms in the area and I even became a member of a gym just before COVID and uh, I was enjoying it right at the very end but unfortunately I haven't gone back to the gym and uh, you know I've tried running, I've tried walking, I'm doing 12,000 steps a day or I try to do 12,000 steps a day as well. Unfortunately I've got a dog to do that but you know I've signed up for diet plans, I've signed up for fitness plans, I've done you know all these different fitness programs, I've watched videos on YouTube that I can do in the house but you know, nothing's really happened. I've lost a little bit of weight last year, but I've started to put it on a little bit again now in recent weeks. And, you know, the problem is, I think, is that as soon as I try something, I lose interest in it and I give up. You know, it's the same with the diet, with the gym, whatever it is, you know, I because I don't see results quickly, because I don't see myself growing or I'm not enjoying it that much, then I'll give up on it very quickly. I've tried all these different things, but, you know, I give up quite easily. However, my brother David, he's got a different story. He's also got the same goal as mine. He had the same goal as me at the age of 17. He wanted to lose weight and he wanted to get in shape as well. But David, he, he looked around for a few weeks and he found one gym, which is the same gym that he still goes to today. He tried, he's found a, a fitness plan that he's stuck to. He does the same exercises. He goes to the gym on a regular basis, most days he's in the gym, he follows the same workout plan and he eats quite well, he watches what he eats. As a result of that, he's, become to know, he's come to know some of the people in the gym, he's made friendships and he's got some of the perks of being a member of that gym as well, like discounted price and all these different things. And you know, as a result of that, of Dav just keeping on going every week and keep going to the same gym and listening and learning from the others there, David has achieved his goal. He's in fantastic shape. He, 
He's got a body like James Bond at this moment in time. He's in a great Nick fair play to him. You know, it's, when I was thinking about that, you know, it's, it's interesting. We've both got the same goal. We both have the same desire to lose weight and to get in shape. But we've both gone about it in different ways. I try for a little bit and I give up. But Dav, he's stuck to it. You know, the difference between me and David and why he's achieved his goal and why he's grown stronger and more muscular and achieved that goal, there is one difference between the two of us. And that is commitment. It's that one word, commitment. David has been committed. He's committed to his goal. He's been committed to achieving his goal. He's been committed to one gym. He's been committed to doing the same exercise plan every week. He does the same thing over every three days. He repeats the same exercises, the same process. He watches what he eats. He does it on a daily basis, a regular basis. As a result of that, he's now in shape. Whereas for me, I haven't been committed. I give up when I don't see results or if I'm not enjoying it. I've tried many things. I've hopped you and there. And as a result of it, I'm putting on weight. I'm not in a great shape at all. You know, it's that one word that made the difference, commitment. You know, I believe that God wants all of us to grow as well. God wants us to grow in our relationship with him as well. And you know, one of the ways and the main way that God does this within our lives is through being committed to a local church. Just like Dav has been committed to the one gym and the one exercises, God wants us to be committed to his church. He wants us to find one church to be a part of, to be committed to, so that we can grow, so that we can experience the benefits. You know, God doesn't want us moving from one church to another church when we get bored or we don't like the way things are in that church. God doesn't want us either being on the fringes and just attending every now and again. But God wants all of us. His will is for us to be committed so that we can grow. He wants us to contribute. He wants us to become partners or members of a church and not just attenders. And you know, this is a a commitment is a big requirement. It will require a lot from us, but it will also benefit us in such a great way. We'll experience blessings that aren't possible unless we commit to one local church. In other words, partnership or membership as other churches call it, partnership has its privileges. Now you might be wondering, what does it mean to become a member of a local church, become a partner of a local church? Well, we find this expression here in Galatians 2 that we've read about today. We see that when the apostles met up with this guy, Paul and Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas, they were followers of Jesus. They were called by Jesus. But we see here that this local fellowship where these apostles were leading, it says that they shook their hands and they welcomed them into their fellowship. Other translations say that they gave them the right hand of fellowship. That's another word. This word fellowship here is a, it can be translated to partnership. This handshake this was a sign or it was a symbol an external way of showing that these people were followers of Jesus they were disciples of Jesus and they were now welcomed into the local church they were welcomed into the fellowship of the local church they could now be a part of that church they belonged to that church they could serve in that church and be sent from that church and be taught from that church you know it makes sense doesn't it that this should be a way of showing that somebody is committed to a church. And, and this is what it, partnership is. This is what membership is, where a church recognizes someone is a follower of Jesus. They've surrendered their life to Jesus. They've been baptized. 
and they're now going to be a member of that church. They identify themselves with that church. And that right hand of fellowship, that handshake is a symbol of that. You know, the New Testament, right the way throughout there, there are many pictures that supports this idea of being committed to a church and being a partner of a church. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16 says this. He says, he makes the whole, that's Jesus, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of, of love. Note the words there, each part does its share, as it says in other translations. Each part, each member, each partner of the church does their own special work that contributes to helping others in that church and building up that local church. We see that the body of Christ, the church, is built up when people decide to commit to it and become partners of the church. And, and that's what that picture is there, the, the Apostle Paul wrote about in Ephesians. It talks about basically the church being a team of people who are committed, who are working together to make Jesus known, a part of one local church and serving and being partners in that church. And, you know, when it comes to being a partner or a member of a church, it's, a, it's an agreement. It's a commitment to that church and to the people in that church that you are going to give your time. You're going to give your energy. You're going to give your resources, your finances, your gifts. You're going to give your all to be a part of that church, to support the vision of that church and seeing the vision of that church fulfilled and outworked and seeing Jesus lifted up. So that's what partnership is. Now you might be wondering today, why should you become a partner of a church? Why should you become a partner of Gateway Church Cymru if you're not already a member or going to another church? Why should you become a partner of this church? Well, I want to share with you four reasons why you should become a partner of Gateway Church Cymru. Four reasons why we believe you should become a partner. The first reason is, is because Jesus is committed to the church. Jesus is our example. Listen to what it says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 to 27. It says, for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave his life up for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or without any blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. You know, the church in the Bible is described as the bride of Christ. And this shows us, this demonstrates to us the commitment between God and his people. Church isn't a building, the church is the people of God and we are the bride of Christ. And it talks about this intimacy and this commitment with like a husband has to his wife and his wife has to his husband, uh, to her husband. This is what the picture of the church is with his relationship with Jesus. Jesus is our example. He's committed to the church. He's committed to you and me. He doesn't give up on us when we're not doing so great, when we aren't listening, when we've messed up or even on good times when, when everything is going great. It shows us that our God is committed to us and he's so committed that he gave his life up for us. He's committed to you and me. He's committed to us as a church, a local church and the church globally. And, you know, God wants us to be committed just as he is committed to us. He wants us to commit to his church, to a local church as well. Secondly, the second reason why we believe that the partnership is important is because the world around us, around us needs an example of commitment. You know, Deuteronomy 14 verse 2 says this, says, you have been chosen, you have been set apart as a holy people to the Lord your God, and he has chosen you 
from all the nations of this world to be his own special treasure. You know, as the church, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, as disciples of his, we are called to be in this world, yes, but not of, not of this world. We have been set apart by our God. We live for another kingdom. We serve a, a, the King of Kings. We serve the Lord of Lords. We live in a different way to this world. We're not of this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We belong to Jesus and his kingdom. And we need to show the world around us what that looks like, what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus, what it looks like to be a part of his kingdom. You know, we're living in a time and our world, we're living in a world where people aren't willing to commit. In our time, many people aren't commit to anything. We see that with diet, diets, just like me. We see people aren't committed to their job. They're not committed to exercising. They're not committed to finishing courses. They're not committed to relationships. We see we're living in a time where people just aren't committed. And unfortunately, this has affected the church as well. We have got a, now a generation of church hoppers or church transfers. You know, I was in a, a meeting recently with the local pastors in our area and I know we were saying that this is just being a problem. We want to see people, we want to see our churches grow. We want to see people find Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But unfortunately, you know, many churches are growing just because it's the same people hopping from one church to another church. They change because they don't like the worship. They don't like the preacher. They don't like the sermons. They don't like the pastor. They don't agree with the vision. They don't like this. They don't like that person. They don't like all these things, the dress codes. And, and so they go and find a church that will meet their needs. Now, there are obviously yeah, good reasons for somebody to leave a church. Of course, there are when there are things that are going wrong in a church and there's been hurt and things like that. I understand that. But unfortunately, we're living in a time where people just aren't committed. They just change whenever they feel like that. And you know, the Bible says this will happen in the days before Jesus comes again. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4, it says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. And unfortunately, I've seen that in our church as well. I've been a part of this church all my life and I've seen it. People come and people go and they're in other churches and, and other things like that because they just feel like that's how they fancy. They're not willing to commit to a local church and even we see it in churches as well people who are just always on the fringes and you know it's not just about church hoppers but people just turn up when they feel like it you know if they haven't got shopping plans on a Sunday if they aren't going to sports clubs then maybe they'll turn up if there's nothing better on they'll turn up to church and that's not God's will for our lives you know God isn't looking for religious consumers but he's looking for spirit-filled contributors people who will be a part of his church and serving his church who will become partners of a church who will say I'm going to be committed to this church in the good times, in the bad times, when things are going great and the church is packed out, or even when it's struggling a little bit and it's a dry season, we are committed. We're planting ourselves in the church. You know, becoming a partner and committed to a local church, it's an unselfish decision, but it sets the example to the world around us of what real commitment is. And so I want to encourage you to become a partner, commit to this church or another local church, become a partner of that church. The third reason why you should become a partner of a church and a member of a church is because commitment and partnership reveals who can be counted on, who can be counted on to serve, who can be counted on to contribute, who can be counted on to love, to support, to pray for, to grow, to give and to celebrate. You know, our world shows us that as well. You know, we, in the workplace, 
You know, they, you need people who are committed, who you can count on. Bosses and employers need people who they can count on. They need their employees. Businesses, sports teams show that. There are always people in their team who can be counted on, who they can rely on. And it should also be for the church as well. The church should be no different. But there should be people within our congregation who we can turn to and rely on to serve, to help out, to pray for, to ask and ask for help and to teach. There should be those people that we should rely on. And you know, this shows us if there are people who are committed and they're partners of the church, it shows us that we're a family. Just like a family, we're committed and the people we can rely on in our families, so it should be for our spiritual family as well. We belong to a church. We're going to partner with a church because we are going to be a people who we, who can be relied on, who can be depended upon. And number four, the fourth reason why you should become a member or partner of a church is because partnership proves that there are many benefits individually and corporately as well. Partnership has many benefits to it. There are many privileges to partnership. You know, corporately, you know, it's there for charity reasons. Of course, we need that. But there are also other reasons as well for things like correction and teaching and discipline and things like that. You know, it's good to have that to start, you know, help people get back on the right track in following Jesus. But there are individual benefits to partnership as well. And I just want to read a few of these for you. I'm not going to read the Bible verses, but you'll see the Bible verse next to each of these reasons. First reason is, is because if you become a partner of the church, you'll receive care from the local church and you'll receive ministry when you are sick. You can call on the church to pray for you and help you. Another reason, another benefit for partnership is that you'll have protection from false teaching. You won't go from here, there and everywhere and get mixed up in your theology and your, your understanding of God and your relationship with God. But when you plant yourself in a local church and you know it's a good Bible-believing church, Jesus-preaching church, if you're in a good Bible-preaching church, then it will protect you from the rubbish of this world, false teaching. You know, unfortunately, because of the internet, we've got access to so many speakers and it's a good thing, yes, but it also can be a dangerous thing as well. And, you know, even on the TV channels, religious TV channels on TV these days, you know, there's a lot of rubbish out there, a lot of things that aren't in the Bible and that's why it's important to be part of a local church because it protects you from false teaching. Another reason is, uh, another benefit of partnership is that you can receive prayer in time of need. Another benefit is that you can receive practical help in time of need. I'm so glad that we as a church are a generous church and I've seen that time and time again where people are in need, where people have lack in different areas. It's amazing to see our church family get around them and provide and buy, practically help them as well. We want to do that. And that's what can happen when you're a partner of this local church. You can receive that help in your time of need. Another benefit is, is that it's a focus for your giving. You can give your time, your energy and your resources to something that will last beyond this world, something that matters and that will impact eternity. Another benefit of being a partner of a church is that you'll be trained and equipped and grown in your relationship with the Lord. You know, yes, we can follow Jesus on our own, but there's only so much that that will help us grow. We need the family of God to grow spiritually. You need the family of God. Being a part, yes, you don't need to be uh, go to a church to be a Christian, but you should be because that's God's heart. God, Jesus came and he created the church. He died for his church, for his people. And so, it's important to Jesus and you know in the church you can be trained up, you can be developed in your understanding of the Bible and also you can be equipped for ministry and also how to live out your faith every single day. Another benefit is that we can recognize and release 
people who've got the call of God in their lives and re- release them into ministry. That's what's happened to me. God called me and I've been trained up in this church and at the right time, I was released to serve and begin to minister in the gift that God has given me and what he's called me to do. And that happens within the local church. Another benefit is it's a focus for witness as well, that people recognize that we are part of the church, that we belong to Jesus, that we're serving him as well. As I said, it's appropriate for future leadership roles as well. That's another benefit. And another benefit of it is as well is not just for pastors, but for other leaders as well, for prophets, for evangelists, teachers, the fivefold gift ministry. We want to see that happening as well. So there are many benefits of being a partner of a church. And I want to encourage you to do that. And as we come to a conclusion of this message today, I want you to think about those four reasons about why you should become a partner of a church. And know that all of those reasons were, are there to help you and support you in your life and help you to discover God's plan and his purpose for your life. The Bible is clear. God wants us to be committed to his church. Colossians 2 verse 9 to 12 says this, For he holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments and it grows as God nourishes it. And this is where Gateway Next Steps come in. We'd love to see you become a partner of our church. If you're not attending another church and you're not a member of another church, then we'd love you to become a partner of our church. Obviously pray about it, but partnership in our church is for all those that have five requirements to becoming a partner of our church. First of all, you've got to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've got to be a follower of Jesus. Secondly, you must be baptized in water uh, on confession of your faith in Jesus. Number three, you must be baptized in the Holy Spirit or seeking the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Number four, we want to encourage you, if you want to be a partner of our church, then it means that you're going to support the leadership, the vision of our church, the values of our church, our statement of faith. You're in support of that, in agreement with all that. And number five, fifth reason, the fifth way that you can become a partner is for those who are committed to our church. Those who say, yes, I'm going to be there on Sundays. I'm going to be there in Sundays in person as often as I can or online when I can't make it. I'm going to be committed to the prayer meeting in particular within our church. I'm going to be there every Wednesday in person again if possible. But if not, then obviously then join us online or catch up later in the week. Maybe if you've got shifts and things like that with work or or you're unable to make it because of health reasons. But, you know, the fifth, uh, we want you to be committed to our church. If you're going to become a partner, we want to see committed people to our church. And as a church, we're going to be launching the partnership class It's going to teach those who want to become partners a little bit more about partnership. It'll be an opportunity for you to ask questions. And then at the end of that partnership class, we'll be setting a date to welcome you into our church, to offer you the right hand of fellowship, to shake your hand and to make you a partner of our church. And it's been so great. Even last year, we welcomed people in as partners. We've already got some people who want to become partners of our church as well. But I want to encourage you to pray. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and make this decision today to become a partner of our church and watch how God will bless you. And I just want to end by reading this incredible passage of scripture. This is what God promises for those who become partners in a local church. Psalm 92 verse 12 to 15 says this, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age and they will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no wickedness in him. And so today I want to encourage you to take your next step 
and become a partner of Gateway Church Cymru. Amen.